Hello, everybody. Welcome to Reels, a podcast about everything movies and television. I'm Derek. I'm joined by my brother, Dakota. Uh, thank you all for listening. Okay. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. So much so that our topic is just going to be us reviewing several movies that we both saw. But we'll jump straight into the news. Um, let's see where we want to start. I will just get this one out of the way. There were more leaks for the Joker, too. Did you see these? I saw, like, videos of on, the st- on a staircase. Yeah. So there was that. There was a, a, a pic of them getting out of, or going into a place. Looked like they had just partied the night away. But then I saw the, the bit on the stairs, too. So it makes me think that the earlier ones we saw where she was going into the courthouse and everyone was, like, rioting. I think that maybe she might be going to tell people that he's cured to get his ass out. And we're actually going to see them out yeah. in the movie. <clears throat> the stairway is weird because the cops just go right past her. And so a lot of people are speculating that she's not real. Oh, completely fake? That she's just all a figment of his imagination. Kind of like what's-her-name relationship was in the first one? Who? Oh, yeah. yeah like the Zazzy Beats? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, she was real, but none of the interactions they had were real. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> Which would be, I don't know, I don't know if I would like that or not. I'm okay with it. I know there's a dance number, or a, a musical number on the stairs. I saw her dancing. Yeah, yeah, I saw both, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that and speculate a little bit, which is, if... I didn't hear anything about her not being real. So. Well, because the, the cops just don't mind her at all. Because, like, she's standing there and she's talking to him. And the cops are just going, walking right past her towards him. I think that maybe it's because she got him out legit. Like, and, you know, they already ha- the Joker already has the people behind him. So, no one's going to try to fuck with him, you know? Yeah. And cause another scene. <laughs> um... So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that and speculate a little bit. We got a lot of news. Um, a lot of things were announced that were either in the works or just full on saying that we're getting them. Like Shrek 5. Uh, that got announced. Some places said that they're everyone's definitely coming back. All the original cast. Some places were saying that they were working on it, but everyone seems like they're going to come back. I mean, the only hard person I think you would need is Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I think that's the only the only hard sell. Yeah, because I I watched Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, and at the very end of it, they're sailing back to far, far away. Okay. So they like almost set up a Shrek Five. Essentially. Yeah. So Antonio Banderas is definitely game. Mike Myers, I'm pretty sure is. Eddie Murphy, I'm sure is. So. Yeah. I think that we'll get everyone back. We'll get a Shrek Five. It'll be huge probably after this long break. Yeah, and if they do it in that cool art style of Puss in Boots, I think it'd be kind of fun. I don't want them to do that. <laughs> uh, a live-action Moana got announced with both of them. Uh, the, whoever played Moana and The Rock. Oh, good, because I was talking to my wife. I was like, they, I was like, they need to cast the the original lady, the original girl who played Moana, because she looked just like her. Yeah, I was like, she might be a little old now, but she could probably pull it off. I've never seen Moana still. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a good one. But I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because we were talking, because the, 
one of her songs in the in the movie was nominated for an Oscar, mm-hmm. and I, I remember her performance. I was telling my wife, I was like, that might have been the best performance I've ever seen at an Oscars. I was like, she <laughs> sounds exactly like like she was. It was perfect. It was like I was watching the movie. It was insane. Right? Does she has she ever done uh, live action acting? I don't know. Me neither. Um, this was. It's being developed. We don't know if it's going to happen, but a Game of Thrones spinoff centering around Aegon the First. So he's the a one that long time ago. He's the one that brought the dragons over and united the kingdoms. Yeah, which would be insane. Yeah, that'd be cool. <clears throat> yeah, so they're developing that. But we heard way back in the day that they were developing fucking seven or six other spinoffs, and we've only seen one. So. Yeah. Well, we know there's a Jon Snow one in the works. Yeah, that wasn't one of the original six, though. Yeah. <clears throat> they fucking filmed a whole pilot, and it got scrapped for one of them. Yikes. Yeah, and like, it, had a, it had a star in, in one of the roles. I don't remember who. Me neither. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. We'll see if it happens. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's got its first screen grab and a release date. October seventh this year, twenty seventh this year. Did you see the screen grab? No, I've, no. I'll I might look it up. Keep okay. talking. Uh, I love Five Nights at Freddy's. I like the the lore uh, of it all, so I, I'm excited for a movie. The screen grab is a little weird though. Did you find it yet? I'm working on it. <clears throat> it's a Freddy and a small child standing outside of the pizzeria, like looking in. Man, I can't find this at all. No? I can find it for you. Oh. Did you find it? Is it this one? Yes. Okay. So, if you know anything about the the games, Freddy ends up being an ally in the later games. And it makes me think that he might be helping this little girl. Or the other theory I have is the main antagonist of the of the series, William Afton, who does a lot of child murdering in the games. He, in the games, he wears a golden bonnie suit, which is a bunny. And I think that they might change that for the movies because it's confusing for a movie to be called Five Nights at Freddy's and then have the main bad guy be a golden bonnie. So they might make him wear a Freddy suit and he might be luring that kid to the back to kill him. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, like, I'm excited for the movie still. The animatronic looks a little wonky, but I think I'm hoping... Because, like, it is all practical, it looks like, right there. So, I'm hoping they maybe uh, smooth some things out with some CGI, you know, make it a little little scarier. Oh, I don't know. I thought it looked great. Yeah? (laughs) Just based on that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It was from the back, so... But it comes out day and date on Peacock, so that's nice. Yeah. I think you might be wrong, though, about the that particular scene him leading back because Freddy's ears already gone from deteriorating in the screen grab. Oh no shit. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's the suit that he would wear. It would be the 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 old ones that were broken down and disgusting. So, so yeah, I mean yeah, that, but that's it's just so exciting, especially having Matthew Lillard as, as Afton. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to be a, it's going to be awesome. 
so there was that Star Wars stuff. I didn't write a lot of this stuff down. I have an article saved. Okay. The one thing I did see was that James Mangold is getting a Star Wars movie, but also during an interview, he confirmed that he is writing Swamp Thing for James for James Gunn. What's James Mangold? What's his? What's he done? I will look. Because everyone's pumped about him. I think he's the one that does the Wolverines, right? Like he did Logan? Yeah. Ah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, he, so he did the Wolverine, he did Logan, Walk the Line, 310 to Yuma. So it's a little, it's a little hit or miss. Westerns. <laughs> it's a little hit or miss with him. Um, yeah, so. Oh, he, he, he he's doing Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Right okay, now. gotcha. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. <clears throat> So, they announced so much crap. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, I, the only thing I... I only watched the one trailer. I only watched Indiana Jones. That's all I watched. Uh, I didn't watch any of the trailers for the Star Wars stuff. No. It was just like an Ahsoka trailer. That's all. It, yeah, it was just an Ahsoka trailer. I uh, did know that they announced the, the Ray movies. The movie. Three. Ray movies. Oh, no. Those are separate? Three new movies, one Ray movie? Yeah. Damn. So, there's a lot of announcements. So, Ewan McGregor said that he wants a season two, but they, pretty much they don't want a season two of Obi-Wan, <laughs> which is fine. There's, the Star Wars TV shows are really not very good. Star Wars is not very good. Um, they said Taika Waititi is still working on his Star Wars movie. Um... Is it gonna be like Jojo Rabbit, but with instead of Hitler, it's gonna be uh, fucking Vader? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Should be hilarious. Uh, so uh, the Ahsoka show will have Grand Admiral Thawne, and they announced that the voice actor is playing him. I wonder if he's gonna be cosmetic makeup or CG. I think we saw him. There was a snippet of him in the Mandalorian. And oh. I think he was cosmetic makeup. Uh, let me look hold on uh, so yeah the, so the James Mangold movie is the dawn of the force uh, the movie about the dawn of the force so it's oh be it's before the old republic they said that, so that's super freaking exciting I don't think that Lucas ever talked about that yeah so not to my knowledge <laughs> to, this is what I'm thinking about this one though right because there's this is one of the exciting announcements is we know Yoda's race is stronger with the is more close more in touch with the force than any other race we've seen in Star Wars. And so I'm thinking that what if they like reveal that someone of Yoda's race is the start because they're just closer to the force so mm-hmm. they would have more attachment to it. But who who the heck knows. But this is, a, this is an exciting prospect because if it is before the old republic that means we'll get pre. We could get pre lightsaber where they're still using swords. Yeah, which would be dope. That would be very cool. Uh, they they said Orlando Calrissian series is still happening. 
And with which Lando? Both of them? Like flashbacks back and forth? No, I think with Donald Glover. Because oh. <clears throat> I think they said that, or there's rumors that Darth Maul is going to be in it. Um, so we have the the Ray movie is in the works and it's about her. It's 15 years after 9. And she is a Jedi Master trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. So I'm assuming she's like trying to recruit younglings and stuff. And people are assuming that one of the people she's recruiting is going to be Grogu from The Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean... Wait, that doesn't make any sense. No, there's like... Wait. When does The Mandalorian happen? Why is Luke young? I thought Mandalorian was after everything. It's before seven, but after six. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Never mind then. Uh, man, oh man, stupid bullcrap. The acolyte uh, show, which we knew about already. We well, did. We we had a title. That's all we had. <laughs> is this the one? So yeah, he's he said it's it's going to be he pitched he pitched it in the room to Kathleen Kennedy as frozen a frozen and kill bill mixture. Weird. Yeah, which uh, but isn't weird though because Frozen's about like it it's the same thing, right? So Kill Bill, she's getting revenge on 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 what happened to her on people from her past and Frozen's about, you know, Elsa like Becoming her true self and like embracing her flaws, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. So it, it kind of makes sense. Right. Uh, I didn't know that was a show. I thought that was a movie. Uh, the three Star Wars movies was from Dave Filoni, James Mangold, and Charmin Obai Chinoy. And this is like the sequel, sequel trilogy. No, or, oh, no, no, these are those. These are, these are those. They're just random movies. So the so Dave Filoni's is is will focus on the New Republic. They said, "Oh, James Mangold's the original, the old, the origin of the Force." Yeah. Said. <laughs> oh, and then the Charmino Char- by Chanois is the Daisy Ridley one. Oh, as she builds a new Jedi. Yeah, they the, all the articles I read were confusing. They were like, "There's a Ray." Trilogy. There's three movies. James Mangold's getting a separate movie. Like, there's just three movies. Just calm down, people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Andor season two they announced, which is silly because no one watched the first one. <laughs> yeah, no one watched the first one, but it's supposedly it's like the best Star Wars show. <laughs> uh, people are real, real mad about the Ray thing. I just don't understand. Cause she's garbage, bro. I don't know, man. I, I think it's. I think she'll do fine. I don't. I, I don't like. I think the movies as a whole were bad. I just don't. I, I don't think it was her fault. I think people are more mad that she's a Palpatine, and so they're like, Ugh. well, she's just kind of a Mary Sue, you know. Like she didn't have to train. She just all of a sudden could beat Kylo Ren in a fucking lightsaber battle. Yeah, it does, doesn't make any sense. She's well, like, like, like Luke. And Luke trained. Yeah, for like two seconds. He was there for a long time. He was training. 
but I don't like Luke that much either. How do you feel about James Mangold writing Swamp Thing? Because we, we feel very different is about... He, is James Mangold the, the Logan guy? Yeah, yeah. He's the one that's doing oh. the, the Star Wars. He's doing... So, yeah. So, the, well, his Indiana Jones movie looks really good. It does look pretty good. Um, but Swamp Thing is, like, weird for him. But it, it'd be interesting, because, obviously, it'd be weird. I don't know. Because Swamp Thing's, like, always lived in this realm of horror. Like, every time they make him, they're, like, they make it, like, a Creature from the Black Lagoon, like, a horror-style yeah. movie. But if he takes it and makes it different, like, makes it, like, his... He's definitely on the... He likes westerns. Yeah. So if he does some weird like that, maybe it could be cool. Yeah. Know. I just don't... I don't like any of his movies as much as you do. Like, I, I don't like Logan that much. Uh, so, I, I don't know. It's very hit or miss with his movie. So we'll just... We'll have to see. Yeah. And if he's right, It didn't say that he was directing. It just said he was writing. I would assume that he's probably doing both. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be weird. Swamp Thing's just a weird character. That, uh, Swamp Thing's so is so interesting because DC's tried to push Swamp Thing on audiences forever, and they just never it never works. It's because if you if you can establish Swamp Thing, it's like a whole another side of DC that you can use. You know? Yeah, but they can just use a different character. No, because he is the he is one with the green. He is the protector <laughs> of the green. <laughs> uh. And the last bit of news that I have is HBO is rebooting Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. One season per book. That's what they said. <laughs> How do you feel about that? It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. It is pretty dumb. It's ridiculously soon. I'm pretty sure they already said J.K. Rowling's a part of it. So. She's executively producing, and this was in quotes, so that her vision can remain true. Which just sounds to me like she's going to make sure that there's no trans people in the movie like they put in in Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Well, everyone's freaking out. <laughs> Even people are freaking out because I saw a ton of this on TikTok. Yeah. Where like people are talking about it and they're like, they're gonna make Ron black, and and, and they're gonna make Hermione stuff. black. Yeah, they're gonna not have them be. Uh, they're gonna have one of the main three be gay, which would make no sense because they have established characters that they they are supposed to be with in the book lore. They're not gonna do any of that though, because uh, she is executively producing. Yeah, it. it Hermione it, will be black because she's they like it's already been a thing in uh, the plays. The uh-huh. first child. And in the book, it's never said if she is white or black. It just says she has curly hair. Hmm. Just, you know, well, uh, yeah, I don't mind I don't mind r- changing races. No, but people are bitching about it. But if if uh if you change it if you if they make one of them gay and they're like instead of Ron's sister instead of Ron having a sister named Jenny, he has a brother named Jim and <laughs> Harry's gay. That, that would be stupid. <laughs> They're not going to do anything like that. Uh, I just don't like the idea of trying to cast some of these people. Yeah. It's just way too soon. Yeah. Way too soon. There's everyone, not enough English people, English actors, no, to cast. I, I already saw everyone was like, get Adam Driver as Snape. Get Adam Driver as Snape. Get, uh, um, 
Oh my god. Get the guy who played Draco, play let him play Lucius. I I wonder I was thinking that, you know, when like a couple months ago there was a that rumor that they had talked to uh Daniel Radcliffe and what's his name? Rupert Grint uh-huh. and Emma. Uh-huh. About doing the Curse Child, I wonder if it wasn't about the Curse Child and it was about them playing bit parts in this new series. Like Daniel Radcliffe could be James. That's. I just don't. It, the The movies are the first movie. When did the first movie come out, like two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand two. It's just like they're not old at all. Like they're not even remotely close to being old enough for them to do this. No, I think the only thought process is, is that you're going to get things that you didn't get. You know, you, you can flesh it out more. But even if you get to the later books, like four and five, one season's still not enough. You'd have to break those up. So you're still going to end up cutting things. So if you're going to... If the whole idea is because you're going to get this more... Uh, Fleshed out. Yeah, like this... What's the fucking more true to the original like a, a better adaptation then some of those later seasons are still going to have to be longer so if that, if that's the whole idea to have a better adaptation but you're still going to end up cutting things out it just doesn't make any sense at all yeah I don't know Dude, Harry Potter is such a phenomenon especially with our age group because we grew up with the actors yeah, the actors like, and the books. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we literally, like, we were similar in age as the, as they were released. And so, like... I was their age. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, you you literally <laughs> were their age. And, like, it was just such... It was so ingrained in our life. And it, it's that it's that old, old, old meme of... Uh, it, was a, it was a poster on a theater... Or or a billboard or something, and it was of it was seven part two, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say Harry Potter on it. It doesn't say anything. It's just Harry, Ron, and Hermione all scratched up and all dark, and it just says it all ends. And they said the, in the meme, it was like we'll never have this thing where they don't have to say the title, they don't have to say they don't have to tell you what movie it is, they don't have to tell you anything. They just show you and. Everyone who looked at that knew exactly what it was. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I don't... I don't really, This is so weird that I don't even know if I want to watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I truly don't know what they're going to do about casting. Yeah, that, yeah, that is true. Because, like, you have... We have... We're so ingrained with these actors. Like, how are they going to cast Professor McGonagall? Yeah. Dumbledore... Dumbledore. Or, uh, uh, Hagrid Severus. Yeah, Snape's gonna be hard. And, uh, the kids serious. aren't that, The kids aren't that hard, I don't feel like. It's a little rough, but it's the older people. Okay. I think, honestly, the hardest kid to cast is Draco. I really do think. Yeah, probably. I can see that. But you're also gonna get, you know, with these extended, uh, looks at these books, people are gonna realize that. Some of the shit in Harry Potter is kind of garbage. <laughs> and, like, that's why it got cut. You know, the, the hardcore book people are going to say they love it. But when you get into it, some of the pacing is going to be garbage. Like, you're going to have episodes where nothing happens. Yeah. And I'm... some things are, like, 
Hermione starting a uh, a group for the house elves, you know, to try to get them rights. No one cares about that shit. And like, are you going to do a whole episode? We're going to have it throughout the season. No one cares. Yeah. There are some things I would be excited to see them finally put on screen, but not enough for this. Yeah. Oh, speaking of casting, who are you going to cast as Voldemort that will do better than Rafe Fiennes? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And like, is this movie, is this show going to have the budget to do this? Yeah, it needs a Game of Thrones level budget. Yeah. To even come close. Yeah. It's I'm... stupid because like earlier in the week they were like, oh, there's rumors that they're in talks, quote unquote, and then now it's like official. It's yeah. stupid. <laughs> and uh, it's weird because Warner Bros owns HBO, so why do they have to be in talks? Just be like, yo, make this freaking show. That's all I, I don't understand that, but yeah, I could see that. I could have seen this being made in like 2040. 2040 <laughs> or something but now that'd be like oh yeah we're making oh well they are making a Lord of the Rings show but not during the same time period right yeah. they could do a Harry Potter in a different time period yeah that's what we were uh, talking about yeah that would totally make sense but now they're just redoing the stuff that doesn't makes no sense I love how when you know after Harry Potter got big every movie that came out was basically based on a young adult book series yeah. And everyone at the time was like, why don't you just make these TV shows so you don't have to cut anything? So now we're to the point where we got the movies, and now we're just going to get the TV shows. I'm like, you should have just done a fucking TV show to start with. Yeah, you, Well, you know what would be a better TV show? is just Hunger Games. Yeah, because you could do... Every season could just be a new Hunger Game. Yeah. And there's... We could get Haymage's Hunger Games, too. Because he was in a special Hunger Games. He was in the first... Uh, what do they call them? The quarter ones. Yeah. Every 25 years or whatever. Yeah. And his had 48 contenders instead of 12 or 24 or whatever. So yeah. it was double the amount of people. And that's what the Ballad of Songs and Snakes or whatever that, that prequel is. It's about the first one, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's just awesome. You could have just done a whole season. Yeah. Like, yeah. Each one. Boom, 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 boom. The Trident guy's first... First... Well, I forget what his name is. Finnick. Finnick. Yeah. His... His... The one he won. Yeah. Cool. It'd be fun. Yeah, because people don't realize because of the movies and stuff that when he won, he was like 12. And yeah. he's just sitting there holding the trident as a little 12-year-old. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I would be 100% down for our Hunger Games. That would be, that would be, be way better than nope. Harry Potter one. <laughs> yeah. And they could just redo the movies. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are some things that we are going to get from the show that are going to be cool? Uh, the maze for the Triwizard Tournament? The true maze? Possibly better magic duels instead of just touching wand streams? I doubt it. Yeah, possibly. It is potential. We'll probably get every Quidditch game every year. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's cool. That is cool. Um, what other things? Are they, big things like they cut out St. Saint, Saint Mungo's. Neville, you're getting to see Neville's parents all fucked up from the Cruciatus Curse. They won't go that dark though. They might. They have to. The, the, this is my thing though, right? Because we 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 played. Is anything? Can this show do anything as cool as the opening cutscene to Hogwarts Legacy? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
See, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, we. I, I think most people think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Do I you do. have any other news? No. Okay. Nothing of note. I, I mean, yeah, the Shazam movie going already. You can watch it at home. Yeah, already right. digital. It's crazy. There was lots of trailers that came out. Yeah. What do you want to talk about first? Well, I don't know if we watched a bunch of them because you, you were talking about the Indiana Jones trailer. I, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, I'll go with Indiana Jones. The full. This is like the first full trailer. Uh, the teaser, I was like kind of iffy on. Every time I saw the teaser, it, it kind of broke me a little bit. You know, I was like into it. I'm 100% into it now. Uh, you, you finally see what the movie is going to be about. Uh, he it, She is his goddaughter. There's going to be... It looks like it's going to start with a flashback scene where you're going to meet her dad and Mad Mickelson's uh, antagonist character. And you're going to get introduced to the Dial of Destiny. And then we're going to flash forward and she's going to be wanting it. Mad Mickelson's still going to be wanting it. And Andy's going to get roped into it all. Yeah, And it kind of seems like the Dial of Destiny can uh, make you time travel. They didn't necessarily say that. They just kind of hinted. So I think that we might get to go back and see bits from the other movies, which would be incredible. But I'm like 100% sold now. Like, I'm going to... It's going to struggle. It's going to be a struggle for me not to go to the theaters and see this movie. Yeah. See, I, I feel like this is the trailer I got in the theaters when it popped up so oh yeah it probably was yeah so and I told you I was like I'm, I was like this movie looks incredible it, I does it look looks good. like it might be the best Indiana Jones movie I've ever seen <laughs> it looks very good does not look like the best Indiana Jones movie <laughs> um I saw Blue Beetle did you see Blue Beetle yep let's talk about that <laughs> but not for very long <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh Oh, this, and this was announced that it is the first movie of the new James, universe, yes. correct? That's what I read. That's what it said, that James Gold said it is the first of his DCU. James Gunn? Yes. Yeah. So. He uh, might just be saying that so it doesn't bomb. <laughs> we'll see. The movie looks just, um, how do I put this? It looks like. A, it looks like a generic Marvel movie. Yeah. It kind of looks like how Shazam originally looked. Like a family generic horror or comic book movie. Yeah, and it's... I don't know who what the movie's about. He just gets his suit in the trailer. And he's just... Things are happening to him. I know Susan Sarandon's like, give me the suit. But who are you, Susan Sarandon? I don't know. Yeah, it comes down to the fact that... Blue Beetle probably shouldn't have got his own movie. He probably should have been partnered up with someone else or showed up kind of like Spider-Man did in Civil War mm-hmm. or Black Panther did in Civil War, you know? And he would have made a much better impression because his suit looks dope. Looks incredible. And his power set's always been incredible, but it looks like the movie's doing it justice. Yeah, so Blue Beetle is just... In, in my mind, he's literally just DC Spider-Man. He is. He's literally DC Spider-Man. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, I don't Specifically know. Specifically Miles Morales. He is DC. is Miles Morales. Yeah, because Miles has a lot more powers than Peter Parker does. Yeah. Uh, but he's just... 
I don't know. The, the the trailer doesn't give us anything. And so I don't know if this the story's going to be good or not. It's literally just him going around like, what am I... The suits... It, there's a thing that turns me off about Blue Beetle. Is like I've, it, The movie looks like this whole time that he's not... Aside from the sword thing, when he takes his two swords and then joins them together, that's like going to be the moment that he is in control of the suit. But I don't think that's going to happen until the very... Like halfway through the end of the last of the last fight, well, he's never fully in control. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know if I like that. Like he's just walking around, and the suit's auto protecting him, so he has no. He's just he. It's like a transformer thing. He's just sitting in the transformer, while letting the transformer do. I it. mean, when Tony gave Peter that suit in the new the new Spider Man movies, it was basically like that. Yeah, no, that's true, but he can quip. You know what I mean? <laughs> he can make... It doesn't look like Blue Beetle can quip as good as Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is a shame because the suit does look very good and his powers are very fun. But they had to resort to some weird government conspiracy to be the main villain because he doesn't have his own villains, I don't think. Because he's usually just part of a team. Like, yeah. you know, he's the Teen Titans or the Young Justice or something. But, you know, Shazam ended up being way better than it looked. And it looked like a generic family Marvel movie, too. But it was pretty good. Yeah, I bet shit. And we didn't see Shazam 2, but I bet Shazam 2 is probably not terrible. I, it's better than Black Adam. It's got to be. Yeah. The, um, the thing with this movie is that, is I think that it's just going to suffer from a villain. It's just not going to have a good villain. Yeah. And I, I think everything else... And it, it is the first, uh, like, Hispanic hero we've ever seen in live action, eh? Yeah, definitely the first one to get their own movie. Yeah, so that's I'm good. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, did you see the new Barbie trailer? Yeah. What do you think about that? Looks interesting. I don't know if I'm gonna go see it. I won't. I'll wait until it comes out. Just, I'm not gonna go watch it in theaters. Yeah, but it's just, interesting. I like there's there's like deep dives of, of Barbie lore. Yeah, there is. Like uh, Michael Sarah's character. Yeah, he was a one time doll that got discontinued. Yeah, I had to look it up. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it, it's so detailed. I don't know if you noticed, but like the mirror, when she's looking at the mirror, there's nothing there. It's because that's how it was in the dollhouses. Yeah, and the it wasn't brush, a real mirror. It was just a the brush sticker. is like two feet big oh. because that's <laughs> what you know you're using the brush to brush her hair. And when she stepped out of the fucking stiletto at the very beginning, and her feet didn't bend, that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it was funny. The uh, the funny thing is, I think the funny, the crazy thing is, is what a what a lottery they won. The fact that it was revealed that Amy Schumer got out of the role and that's how they got Margot Robbie to do it. It would have been horrible. It would have been a whole different movie. <laughs> I think that... So, there's been... The, like the, the movie's very comedic. Margot Robbie's not very comedic. And I think that it might suffer a little bit from that because, especially next to Ryan Gosling, he is very funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. Like, he's he's got the chops to do it. And I think it might suffer a little bit from her comedic timing or lack thereof. 
I don't know. It's it, she almost has to have like that same kind of aloofness that Harley has. So she might be fine. Yeah, we'll see. But I think it does look like a, a good time. It looks fun as hell. Yeah. But I probably won't see it either, just because it opens the same day as Oppenheimer. Oh. Yeah, definitely not. Then. <laughs> Did you see the conundrum for not next week, but the weekend after? Evil Dead Rise and Bo is Afraid. Ooh, yikes. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. God. I had already planned to see Evil Dead Rise next week. So did I. Well, Bo is Afraid comes out, too. I might see... I'll probably see Evil Dead on the weekend, and then go see Bo on on a $5 Tuesday. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Yeah. So what else did you see? Uh, Did you see the Hypnotic trailer with uh, Ben Affleck? No. So, it's like a, uh, not a murder mystery, it's a, like a, Ben Affleck's a cop, and this guy's robbing banks. It's William Fickner, who you never know, but I say his name all the time. It's the guy, the banker in Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, William Fickner is this guy, and he's robbing banks, but he can hit, he, he can hypnotize him, anyone, on an instant. So he has like this lighter that he just like makes noise with and it hypnotizes him. And so he can get random people to go rob banks for him and they get out and just give him the money and he walks away. Damn. And so like Ben Affleck sees him, but he just hypnotizes him to stop and he just walks away from it. That's a weird Or like or yeah, or he or he hypnotizes a crowd of people in, in the streets and gets them to go after Ben Affleck. And I'm like, this is weird. That is weird. Super freaking weird movie. It kind of sounds fun, though. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's, but, uh, yeah, it's cool. I like William Fickner as a bad guy anyway, so. Uh, then I watched the Kandahar trailer. Did you see that? Nope. It is, God, what's his name? Gerard Butler's, mm, mm, you know, one of his random action movies that he does. Okay. Uh. He's like a, uh, what are those people called? Like a gun for hire. Okay, like a mercenary. Yeah, and he's like, he's just going to, he's hired to save this person from the middle of some war in the, like, in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I don't like Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, it's just a more generic Gerard Butler stuff. I know his stuff makes money, though, because he just has like a, a super diehard fan base are like yeah Gerard it's insane it's gotta be yeah. from 300 which just baffles me yeah and then I saw Simulant which is it has Robbie Amell Sam Worthington and god who else was in it uh Jordana Brewster and uh it's a weird it's a weird trailer it's it's, it's very uh Blade Runner-y it's like uh, Sam Worthington is like a detective mm-hmm. and he's going after these like not uh, got, like not uh, illegally made simulants okay. essentially but they're like super it's really Blade Runnery but not not doesn't have the world of Blade Runner they're, they're just like walking around in beanies and normal clothes and normal <laughs> cars and everything but I think I think Robbie Amell's character like dies in the beginning of the movie, and he becomes a simulant. But then there's this girl who's Sam Worthington's after. She's a simulant, 
but how, somehow he gets roped into it. The movie looks interesting. Do they, do they put your conscience into a stimulant? That's what I think so. Oh. Yeah. Why is that illegal? Well, I think you have to pay for it, and they did it in the underground. But, dude, I don't know. It's a trailer. <laughs> it's like, why are they after the... Well, they're after the, the replicants in Blade Runner because they left their job post, or they're acting out of... Out of yeah, character. and the longer they are alive, the more insane shit they do. So they're like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, yeah. That I never put two and two together, but there's a, so there's this anime called Plastic Memories. Mm-hmm. It's what it's a short twenty four episode anime. It's one of the best things you can watch, and it is it is literally um, this guy's job. He has we'll just call him. They're not. I don't know what they're called in the in the in the anime but we'll call them replicants right they're called bakugans <laughs> oh god uh but their job is so people pay so like uh imagine a couple can't have a kid mm-hmm. so they pay for a replicant kit right and they get it but the replicants can only stay because they they don't charge or anything it's just one core battery mm-hmm. and they all they they only have like a, a shelf life of like 12, 12 to 15 years or something like that. And then once the battery starts going crazy, they, they turn psycho. And they start killing and doing all sorts of stuff. And so his job is, oh, this one's out, almost out of battery. Let's go. And they're like repo men for their freaking children they bought or their husband that they lost that they yeah. replaced and all this stuff. And he has another replicant partner because they, they're not as strong as the replicants. So... It is that in that sense, and then he develops a relationship with his replicant partner, but then she starts going bad too, and he's like, "I don't know what to do." So do they? So like, if a if a does it age up the replicant in that in no. the anime? So no. they just have a child for fifteen years. Yes, that's weird. but then they, they but then like you know how like repo people when they repossess in their car they jump in their car and stuff like that's what they do they like hide their replicant under the under the floorboards and stuff or. That's- Get them to run. That does sound fun. It's a freaking great. I want it. It would work so well live action. Don't ever say short in twenty four episode ever again to me though. <laughs> 24 22 minute episodes. That is not short. That, that is, is long short. As Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you know deep FNAF lore, but that's what William Afton's doing. He's trying to bring back his dead children because they all end up dying, and he has robots. For when they were for the like later in the series when they're young, and then like every year it's a new robot. Oh, so that's what he's doing. He's like literally trying to build rebuild his family. That's cool. Yeah, but that does sound interesting. It would it would be cool if it was live action. Yeah, right. So that that's all of my trailers. I saw Secret Invasion. Oh, I didn't watch it. It looked fucking good. Really, <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> It was like, so you know, it's the Krolls. Is that what they're called? Scrolls. Yeah, Scrolls. Uh, and it's basically just, um, what's that? Shield? Yeah. All the Shield human characters dealing with the Scrolls. Like, uh, what's my man's name? Sam? What's his Samuel name? Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm struggling. My goodness. Samuel L. Jackson finally comes back to earth because it's gotten so bad and and it kind of goes from there 
um, but it looked very, very good. It was super dark, uh, like darker than anything Marvel's ever done. I don't know. You didn't watch. You didn't watch uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, I did. No oh, you show. mean oh Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. Yeah, that was a pretty dark show. <laughs> oh. Like but the, it looked the, good. The bad, the bad cap, the evil cap. Mother freaking takes his shield and just punches because he's souped up. And he just punches a normal dude with the edge of the shield until half his shield's covered in blood. Damn. And like the dude's just dead. Like it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot about the scrolls. I know that they're gonna be. I think they're they're in Secret Wars, right? Like Secret Invasion happens and it leads to Secret Wars. I, I think so. Yeah. So this is gonna be one of those shows that you can't miss. I don't think. Yeah, which is dumb. <laughs> it is kind of Mar- Marvel or Disney in general because that they, Star Wars has the same problem. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, Admiral Thrawn and Ahsoka." I'm like, I don't really care about Admiral Thrawn or like, whatever. You gotta watch the Bad yeah. Batch. I don't, sh- I don't have yeah. to watch the Bad Batch. Yeah, they're showing this this dude from the Rebels. This, some random character from the Rebels is in the Mandalorian. Like, oh my god, he's in the Mandalorian. Like, who the freak gives two craps? <laughs> yeah, you really cut your audience when you do stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I saw. Okay. So we're gonna go to the topic, which is just everything that we've seen. Well, I guess I mean, really, it's just. Mario. Oh, so you want me? I we'll can do. Our, we'll do our. Yeah, we'll do the separate ones first. Okay. Um. Do you go ahead and go first? Okay. Uh, I could have talked about this last week, but I forgot to put it on the list. I finished you. The part two. Okay. So, so you season four part two. Yes. Uh. So, a few episodes in, there's a big reveal. And I'm like, this is this is the worst thing. They're ruining this whole season for me, <laughs> right? And then there were two more episodes after that, and it made it all fine. Yeah, somehow. That's why that's why it's good to release them like Netflix does. Yeah, because you can't imagine if you had to wait a week, you wouldn't have fucking watched it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I was like, oh, this is fine, and they have it set up for a final season, and it's insane. I know I know that you've watched through the first two seasons of you. Yeah, three seasons. I watched the first two and knew about most of three. Yeah, so I don't really want to spoil anything. I guess in case you end up getting to it, I'll never, I'll never watch it. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> fine. So we'll spoil you. Oh, no one cares. Spoilers for you. Yeah, season four, part two. Uh, so the guy who was blackmailing him is he? So he goes and he kills him. Okay. He says whatever, kills him, and the dude is still there. After he kills him, and he's like, "What?" So you find out it's just Joe's subcon, like a subconscious. Well, he's like Joe's insane. Joe's evil side. Okay, he manifest in this other man, and so the whole time Joe's been killing all of these people, just not knowing it because he has like a second personality. Oh damn! Yes, was and, that the big twist that you hated? Yes. Okay, I like uh, it. Um, so then. It goes on, and things are, like, unraveling, so, like, his woman's mother, or, no, his his woman, like, the, the woman he likes in this season is, her father is, like, a Elon Musk-level billionaire. Okay. And he comes in and knows everything about Joe. 
like meets him. He's like, "Oh, did you kill your wife, love? Did you do all this stuff like in the on the secret?" Damn. He's like, "I want you to kill this person for me," and blah blah blah. Well, he, her, she doesn't like him at all because he controls her life and whatever. Mm-hmm. So Joe takes it upon himself to kill him. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> and uh, in doing so, she inherits everything because she is his only smart child. He said, and. She also is in love with Joe. So now Joe has access to all of this hush-hush money. On top of what he does. And he told her everything. What? That happened. Yeah, and she's totally fine with it. Uh, Which is a little weird. Uh, So now, he pinned everything on one of his students. Because he has all this hush-hush money. Right. And there's a whole subplot, so... At the beginning of the season, it, the the lady from the last season that he was, went to Paris for, he let her go, but because of his second uh, personality. personality, he actually didn't. So she's just been in a freaking one of his cages. Starving? Well, no, his second, been feeding her, but she was starving because he freaking hadn't been going to that second uh, personality right. for a while. And so he didn't. He thought he let her go, and then she was living a happy life, and he was all happy about it, and was with the new new girl, but then realized that she's still alive and she hates him. So there was a whole ploy. She actually got out, and she's totally alive, but he doesn't know it. He thinks she's dead. So that's what season five is going to be about. I don't know what season five is going to be about. It the just ended bonkers. It, no, so so <laughs> it ended with him back in America. They're interviewing him because they're like, you. They know he went to Europe. To have this and changed his name after his wife died, after love died and everything in the fire, because they thought he died there too. And they're like, but they have so much money that they can, they got him out scot free yeah. out of everything. So they're questioning him and stuff. So, like, I think it's going to be more about him trying to get his freaking kid back because he left his kid with the, uh, one of the couples in the suburbs mm. in season three. That show's long. Wild, but this is the final season, so I'm 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 hoping that they don't. I really really like the girl he's with. I think she's awesome. Uh, my wife hates her, but she's great. Hmm. I do. Or you go. Okay. Uh, well, I watched X, which is that horror movie directed by Ty West. Um. People will rave about this movie. Mm-hmm. And its sequel, Pearl. I haven't watched that yet, but they rave about both of them. They came out part. They came out like six months apart. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, the new one, the third one's coming out soon. Yeah, Maxine. Um, Maxine. Uh, I like this movie. I don't love this movie. I don't think it's a ninety. Because it, it ain't even a seventy. It's essentially an homage to. Texas Chainsaw Massacre not in like the 70s slashers I mean there's a there's a shot that is literally taken from Texas Chainsaw Massacre from like inside the house looking out the front door down a hallway like it is literally the same shot uh, but it's also an homage to exploitation films from the 70s you know the borderline pornographic movies that were had storylines back then um but it doesn't decide what it wants to be or what it wants to say 
about slashers and exploitation films. I don't think. I think it gives conflicting uh, messages. Yeah. Uh, I just... I really, really hated this movie. It shot I, so I, well. I wanted to love it. You, you didn't like how it was shot? No, no, nothing did it for me. So I think it was the thing... It So what you said about how I didn't know what to do with itself? Yeah. The movie just stays flat for me the whole time. It's just like... I'm like... Spoilers for X, I guess. <laughs> so... Oh. It's, it's, it's the dumbest premise ever. Oh, I'm old, and nobody loves me, and nobody wants to have sex with me, so I'm going to kill you. What? It's a, it's an interesting... That's so stupid. It's an interesting one. That's the dumbest freaking thing I've ever heard. And <laughs> it's just dumb. And, like, none of the kills are standout, ever. Nope. Like, like so I... When this movie came out, I equated it to the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, which is really bad. It can't be that bad, because this one's at least shot well. But... At least the Texas Chainsaw Massacre had two awesome freaking kills in it that are memorable. I can't te- I can't tell you how anyone died in this movie except for I think one person got pushed into the lake with the crocodile or the alligators. Yep, that's, that's it. That did happen. That's the only one I remember. Uh, I don't remember how anyone else died. It, it yeah, yeah. I, I understand your what you're saying because it is. Wait, did they win at the end? Maxine. No, Maxine gets out. Mia Goth's young character. Oh, she out. does? She, she gets out. Oh. And the two old people are dead. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, but yeah, the kills are underwhelming. It's not scary. The old lady... You can see the old lady everywhere, basically. Like, she's always there, walking around, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it seem silly. Because she's, like, old, old. She's, like, fucking damn near 90, barely walking. And she's killing people. Yeah, um, but I, I, I still liked it just because it's it's made so well. I, what I wanted to happen when I was watching the movie was I wanted her husband not to know. Like I wanted her, him to just be like a normal dude and not realize his wife's a freaking psycho. It's and they really they really let you play with that for most of the movie. Yeah. And then at the end it's just like he knows. Right. He's in on it. And it's just it really dropped the ball for me. It is a strange it is a strange premise. And so these kids are there, the young twenties, there to make a pornographic movie and they rent out this house on a farm and the old couple Seem like they're very prude, you know? Yeah. But come to find out, they're just mad that they can't fucking do it anymore. So it's, it's a strange movie. Um, I can't tell if they are pro-porno or if they're against porno during the movie. Because most of the characters are like, yeah, this is cool. But then when Jenna Ortega decides to... Be, have a scene her boyfriend breaks down starts crying and tries to leave so I'm getting conflicting messages there it's also not exploitative enough to say anything about the exploitation films from the 70s um, which I think some of them actually do a better job like having a social commentary and this one doesn't but it was just so well shot that I don't care <laughs> the opening scene it starts and it, you're looking out of a door 
from the hut where they stayed and it's framed so it looks like it's in 4-3 still and you can't tell that it's framed there it just looks like it's black screen and then as the cop pulls up we zoom in and the screen opens up because it's coming it's coming through the door you know and then we get the full screen and you see that there's a bunch of cops there and I just fucking I, instantly I was like oh I'm in for at least a decent ride yeah and there was other stuff too like when she was swimming in the lake and then we see the gator and I I'm very scared of gators uh, so right when she got into the lake I was like a little uneasy but then when we saw a gator I was like what the fuck like why, why are we doing this in this movie I thought this was a slasher but then the the it comes to a top down and she's swimming and the gator's just right behind her swimming and I was like oh man this is fucking good but you're right. The, the storyline fucking blows. All the characters blow. The kills suck. The premise makes no sense. But I'm gonna watch the second one. Yeah. So I have a friend who had uh, a friend who I vi- I value their opinion of movies a lot. Yeah. And he said that uh, Pearl is much better than X. That's what everyone says. So. That's good. I, I'll watch that too because I've seen X. And yeah, so we'll see. I like Mia Goth a lot too. Yeah, you know, especially in in high high life. I almost watched that this week too. God, I can't, I came this close. When you watch it, I'll rewatch it so we can talk about it because that movie's awesome. Um, I I watched uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Yeah. Uh, Is it a hundred like everyone says? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I don't know because I didn't see the original Puss in Boots movie. Uh-huh. I don't know if that was a part of it or something. I watched this movie, tried to watch it once. We had already watched a different movie that week, and we so we started watching this one, and I started falling asleep, and so we just stopped it about thirty minutes in. So then we rewatched it, and I was like, "Dang, I don't remember anything that happened because I was so tired." So we started all the way over. About an hour in, I started falling asleep again. I was like, Jesus God, that's crazy. I'm so tired. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I don't know what it is about this movie, but we finished it. And the, the one good thing about this movie that I would say is their depiction of death in this movie is awesome. He's so cool looking. He's a, uh, like a, a big old white wolf. Yeah. So the, the, that's what this movie does. So Puss in Boots, obviously, is a notorious outlaw. Yes, and uh, uh, he's like a Robin Hood style character almost, and he oh he has a bounty on his head, a desperado maybe, <laughs> and uh, he has a bounty on his head, and there's a wolf that shows up when he's out drinking his milk, <laughs> and this wolf shows up. He has two sickles, and he has eight eight cat heads with X's marked because he's like I'm getting your ninth life. Oh, that's kind of cool. And he's a white wolf dressed in a black garb, and he has red eyes. In the whole movie, you think he's a bounty hunter after him. At the very end, it's just no one else can see him. And it's revealed that it is Death Incarnate, who's been chasing him the whole time. Not really. He's one almost like a... You remember how in Fast and Furious 7, when... They're like doing their normal Fast and Furious movie, but then Jason Statham would show up to like make things worse. Yeah, that's what he would do. Okay. So, because like the this movie is Goldilocks and the Three Bears, 
are all after this uh, wishing star. That's what they're after. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're after the wishing star. He's after the Puss in Boots is after the wishing star because he wants his nine to get his nine lives back. Mm-hmm. And then another character who has their uh, like a is a nursery rhyme in our like in our world. That's how we know them. But I don't know him. In, I forget what his name is, hmm. but some weird nursery rhyme. Okay, and uh, he's after it too because he wants all the magic in the world. And uh, essentially, I don't know. Put the they no one gets the wish. And Puss is like, oh, he has a a girl a a woman he left on the altar who's another assassin like a person who steals things and stuff mm-hmm. is his partner. To, it's just weird. I don't know. So you didn't like it? Uh, no, not really. I don't. I don't get it. Like it doesn't hold a. I don't even know how this movie was nominated. Like it was well done. Like the animation's cool, but like it was no Pinocchio, or Shrek Two. Yeah, Shrek Two. Marcel the Shell probably. Marcel the Shell is good. Yeah, I didn't even like it as much as Sea Beast. And I thought, have you seen Sea Beast? No. Oh man, you're speaking of your fear of water. There's a shot in Sea Beast. It it was so scary. I was scared. <laughs> I was like, God dang! It was gnarly. I'm not watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a funny story about passing out at the beginning of a movie several times. Uh, when the trans the transporter, the first one came out, I uh, rented it from the local movie store. You know. Mm-hmm. And the movie's pretty slow until he decides to go back and, you know, when they blow his car up, he goes and kicks down the fucking door. Yeah. I fell asleep right before his fucking car blew up, okay? <laughs> and I, I returned the movie the next day, and I was like, ah, everyone keeps talking about it. So I rented it again. I fucking fell asleep again. And I put it back. I had to rent it a third time, and I finally got through to the part, and I was like, Damn, this movie's fucking dope as shit. Transport <laughs> One is the scene with the oil, right? Or is that two? Uh, they both have a scene, but it's the original one where he puts the puts bike, the bike pedals on. Yeah. That that's like one of the coolest fight scenes ever. Yeah, I don't know why that movie takes so long to get going. I'm like, it's <laughs> yeah. not that deep, but it yeah. does. So I'm, I I'll never uh, not finish a movie just because I fell asleep once. I'll at least give it another go. The uh, is the do you know what? I think the bad guy in Transporter 1, I think it's the dude in uh, Fast and Furious 1. The bat, the one who accuses Paul Walker of being a cop the whole time with the beard who wants to go out with... Oh. I think it is him. What's his name in the, in Fast and Furious? Uh, he's in 4. Yeah, he pops up one more time. Is that like a dinner? 4? No. Remember they use his house as a safe house when he lives in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's him. I, I don't know that they look alike if they if it isn't. So that all you watched, aside from the movies we both watched. Okay. Uh, I also ch- I checked off a pretty big uh, omission from my cinema book from the past. I watched Chinatown for the first time, and you were originally going to watch it for this, but since you didn't, I'll watch it next week. Yeah, I'll watch it this. Well, yeah, for next episode, I will wait to talk about it in depth there. But it is, it gets talked about because it is that fucking good. It is incredible. 
Is there anyone else of note other than Jack Nicholson? Like anyone? Faye Dunaway is the main actress. Oh. Okay. Um, and uh, you might recognize a couple other people, but I wouldn't know their names. You know, they're it's pretty old. Gotcha. Uh, I also watched Yellow Jackets episode two and three of season two because the way we filmed last week, I hadn't seen it yet. Um, I also won't talk deep about this because you are gonna watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. But season one had a an episode that shook me. Like there, there's a scene where I was like, like my blood chilled. It's very scary. In episode two, there's a scene that is chilling, but for a completely different reason. It made me want to vomit. It was disgusting. Wow, that's it, cool. It was awesome. Um, no, I'm not gonna talk about it. We'll talk about it when you watch. You need to watch. Okay, I, I could probably. Are they hour long? Uh, it depends. Like forty-five to an hour, yeah. Okay. How many episodes are in season one? I think ten. I might be able to get it. If I don't get it done this week, I can get it done in two weeks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because like, if we were watching that every every week, we could talk about a bunch of theories and like really deep uh, dive, like right. The Last of Us. I'll try and catch up. Okay. But that's all I watched besides the two that we both watched and are going to talk about. Okay. Which one are you want to talk about first? I don't know. I think just for the podcast, we should talk about Mario last. Okay. Uh, we will start with Coherence. So should we talk about the premise of this since it's kind of complicated? Or should we talk about what we if we liked it or not first? Uh, we should definitely give a premise. Okay. So the premise is... A group of eight friends are getting together for the first time, you know, in a while. At, a, at one of their houses for dinner. And a meteor is going over. And there's some exposition, exposition about the meteor. And previous times when a meteor crossed over this close to Earth ended up affecting people. Yeah. And so we're just going to talk all full spoilers. About this? About yeah, the movie came out in 2013. Okay. No one knows about it. Uh, the power ends up going out. Some other weird stuff happens. Power goes out. They go outside. They see one house has power. And one of the characters is like, oh, my brother said, if the comet does anything weird, I should call him. So I'm going to go see if they have a phone. And when he goes over there, he fucking sees them at a dinner party. Like the same, all his friends at a dinner party. And he freaks out and he runs back. And, I mean, what happens next? Because it's somewhat... It wasn't actually him. It wasn't actually him. Yeah. But we don't know that yet. Uh, well, essentially, he starts to write a note. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like, I'm going to give him a note. He's like, I'm going to take a note back over to their house. Yeah. And then that note appears on their door, and right. it's the same note. Yeah, someone walks up to the door, knocks on it, and they open the door. It's the exact same fucking note. So they're freaking out. Yeah. And then a group of them are like, why don't we just go over there and see if this man's fucking crazy or if it's ourselves. So they go, they walk over there. One of the characters looks through the window and says he sees his wife uh, walking around. And they freak out and they come back. And on their way back, so because it's dark out, they have, they opened up a box of glow sticks. And they, op- they had three different colors of glow sticks. 
and they opened up with the blue ones. So they all have a blue glow stick. And they run into four other people that all have red glow sticks, and it's them. And they don't interact. They just see each other. Yeah, from across the street. Yeah. And they both take off running home. Uh, and then from when they get home, they realize... Is this where they realize they need to mark their house somehow? Uh, man, know, long, it takes a long time for them to figure that out. Man, I, I forgot. So when the that first... Because they, 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 they pull the... They steal the box that marks the house from the fir- the first time they come. Yeah, they steal a box from the porch. Yeah, and it's got a bunch of pictures of them with numbers on the back. Yeah, and one of them, one of the pictures is of one of the characters from that night. Yeah, and there's also an item in the box. It was a, a ping pong paddle. A ping pong paddle. Yeah, um, can't we can't explain this movie? <laughs> we cannot. I was trying, and yeah. it's just so complicated. Essentially, this is a movie about. The comic crosses over and it basically opens up different realities. Every everything that could be chosen opens up a reality, and we kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's so because like as you're telling it, you realize that you forgot something from before. Yeah, and it's all so important. It is. It's all very important. The movie is. I love the movie. Yeah, the ending. Uh, the movie's super good. Let me tell you. So the movie's so good that I don't know why nobody talked about it when it came out. Like, no one. It took years. Yeah. And this movie does a multiverse... Not multiverse, but like a... It, we can say multiverse because that's like a term that people know. But it does it better... This movie's better in every way than everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. It is incredible. <laughs> uh, not, not... I will say this, though. It is not uh, shot the best. No, that's the one thing that. But did you uh, did you see what the budget was? Fifty k. Fifty thousand dollars. My man's set out to make a movie with no script, no sets, no money. You know, mm-hmm. so he just invited people over to his house. They filmed it in five days, which is bonkers wow. to me. That's incredible. Yeah. So all the shots are like up close on their hands or on their face like it's very in your face and it feels claustrophobic which I think was a choice because when they go outside you would think that there would be some wider shots or something but he stays he stays clutched in and keeps it feeling super close I think that was just probably because he really needed to make it look super dark because of of the like what's going on yeah because they lose power and, and stuff but the the I'm still because I you you you've had time to fester on this right I watched this thing like I I finished this movie at like one or uh, probably like one o'clock last night yeah and so the ending is weird I love the ending yeah but I'm I'm trying to figure out why there's a second one in that world okay so. You know, there's we can't explain the whole plot because it's just a lot. But uh, essentially, they find out that there's not only just a second group of them, but there's a third and a fourth, a freaking ton, of a them. ton of them. Like, and when they like when 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 one of them leaves a house, the house, and they come back, it's usually someone from a different one. 
Yeah, and we, they don't even know that. Yeah, at one point we find out that only two of them are from the from the house that we started in, or three no. of them. No, 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 no. The two of them that are in the from the house that they started in. Oh yeah, it's not even the ones that we started in in the movie. And everyone like there's one person from that had a green thing, and one of, they talk about all the different boxes that they opened up. And they all had yeah. different items in it. Yeah. So they're just completely, and it kind of devolves into a fight when she, when that happens. And the main character walks out at this moment. And she just... The whole time, we've seen that her and her boyfriend are having problems. This is why this movie's so hard. Because like that is essential, essential information. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend and her are having problems. His ex-girlfriend is there and they're flirting and doing stuff. So she, the, main, the main character walks out and just starts walking to different houses... And looking inside, and we get a glimpse of different things happening. Yeah, there's like torturing going on. They have two of the same people strapped to chairs. Yeah, and it's because through exposition we know that when the comet passes, everything's gonna break down and form one timeline again. Yeah. So they think that they need to kill each other. Some of them do. Um, but she walks around until she finds a house where everything. It's kind of normal. All the friends are getting along, and her boyfriend likes her. And she, because of previous events from her night, she knows how the friends will react to certain things. So she plans them out and kidnaps this woman. She hits her in the head, knocks her out, puts her in her trunk, and then goes inside and just acts like this, this version of her. But then the woman crawls back into the house somehow. Mm-hmm. And she hits her in the head with the back of a toilet lid. Yeah. And throws her in the tub. And loses her ring. Loses her ring. That is significant. essential to her. Yeah, it's a significant ring to her boyfriend. And so she steals the ring from the, the version of herself that she just quote-unquote killed yeah and then she passes out she wakes up the next day everything seems fine no one's being weird to her she goes outside to see though one of her friends just walks out of the shower where she hid the body from and no one's freaking out oh yeah so we know that that body's gone and she went outside she broke a window to lure the one the, the version of herself away And that window is still broke. So she knows she's in that timeline. And her boyfriend comes outside and is like, here, I found this in the bathroom. And hands her the ring. And she takes it and she's like, oh God, what the fuck? And she still has her the other (laughs) ring on. Right. And then her boyfriend gets a phone call from her. And she's like, he's like, this is weird. It's from you. He answers it. He gives her a weird look. She looks back at him and the movie fucking cuts. And it was awesome. Yeah. The movie isn't, it's incredible, really. Uh, I don't know if this is on purpose, but if you look at the... So there's a lot of shots of the meteor up yeah. in the sky. And it, it's every time they look at it, it's like bits are breaking off of it. Mm-hmm. If you look at the way the windshield was broken, it is a meteor. Yeah, I saw, I saw yeah. I noticed that. Uh, but I, I, it might have just been instant. Because we know she used a baseball bat. So if you use a baseball bat and the tip hits and it spider webs from that, but then the shaft would make that trail from the meteor... So, I don't know if it was just coincidence or not, if we're just, but I thought that was a neat. Well, I know there's another layer to this that no one's ever figured out, or I didn't, I guess no one, I don't know if no one's ever figured it out, but I didn't dive deep enough. I just went to the, 
to the wiki page of the movie to read about the budget because I knew it was low. And I found out that, you know, when it cuts to black, it cuts to black several times in this movie for like a beat. Mm-hmm. He says that those are all significant and they're all at different times. And he's he's said before that every t- certain times when we know a decision is made and there's a split that ma- is made, it doesn't cut. But other times it does cut to black and there is a reason why. Interesting. But I didn't I didn't delve any deeper. Because I don't like to deal with that. Like, I don't want to put the puzzle together myself. I just want to read what, I, what someone <laughs> else found out. But I do love the movie. Like, if it was shot just a little bit better, it would be a fucking nine. But I think it's got to be like an eight for me. Yeah, I would probably... Eight's right. Eight, eight is perfect for the movie. Yeah. Because right, you, you knew it was shot bad five minutes in. Oh, instantly. It starts. Yeah, you're like, ooh. Man. And he's just like the dude. Whoever was running camera was just playing with the focus. It, like there was a shot in the movie. It was so weird. It made no sense. It was literally just on one person sitting down, and she's just obviously interacting with all the other people, or reacting to what everyone's saying. And the focus just goes in and out on her like four times. It made no sense to me. Like it, it would, it would start shallow and it would go past her, and then it would come back shallow and then go past her, and then it finally focused on her. I'm like, why? Why is that even in the movie? But yeah. whatever. Uh, I do like when there's no script and everyone just talks normal and they like talk over each other like real yeah. friends would. It yeah, feels it was, very natural. Yeah, that was one of the best parts of the movie. So I do appreciate stuff like that, but I really wish it was shot just a little bit better. But 50k in five nights, that's fucking impressive. Yeah. He said they took him over a year to diagram all the different characters and reality switches and how it was all going. Yeah, the, the biggest moment was when you realized those first two people that left are not the same two people that came I back. I got chills. Yeah. When he, when Dude, they, they pull out their red glow sticks. Yeah. And you're like... Holy crap! They've just been here the whole time. Because there's and there's a moment it it instantly teleports you back. Because there's a moment when they they're talking about the glow sticks and they both like look at each other. There is yeah. And I was like, what? So then it just like all went back to you. Because initially when you're watching that scene the first time, you're like, oh, they look at each other like this is crazy. Right. That's what you're thinking. But then now you're like, holy crap! They knew they were in the wrong house this whole time. And it's like that whole movie. There's something that always happens. You're like, bam, bam, bam. You're like, damn, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I got chills when that happened, and I also got chills when they were out side the four of them and they saw the other group for the first time and none of them said anything i don't know why it just freaks me out yeah it was crazy you need to watch us i know i was thinking about watching us and nope just to get them out of the way nice but yeah i mean if you like any any kind of sci-fi or anything like you should definitely watch coherence yeah the uh, the movie's ridiculously good yeah it's insane He's, he, he hasn't done anything since then. He's uh, kickstarted a TV show um, that's all about conscience, consciousness. And the first two episodes are done, and like backers have them, but he's almost got it all done. It's all going to be no script like this, and it's all going to. They're going to be separate stories, but they're all going to come together for something. So I'm excited. That's cool. I, this movie really. Because this movie has. Uh... Xander from Buffy and it, mm-hmm. and it makes me want him to be in more things. He's good. Yeah. 
He was the only one I recognized. Yep. Me too. Uh, so, is this Super Mario now? Old Super Mario Bros. Yeah. So what did you think of the movie? It was better than I uh, thought it was going to be. Uh, it was way better than I thought. I, I like really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it was super fun. I thought this movie was going to be just made of uh, moments. Like like a, like a Spider-Man No Way Home thing. I yeah. It was just going to be like cool moments, but the, it was not really going to be that good. But it, it was just pretty... Pretty good. I found I found out. Uh, well, we'll talk about that later. But it was it was really good. Like there's the uh, God. What am I trying to say? Like the expanding on this. Like the amount of stuff they can do after this is just get, is what gets me excited. Yeah. And, and not only was it the story way better than I thought it was, it still has very cool moments. Oh yeah. Like the action is next level action. Um. But there are things, as a Nintendo fan, that you've always been like, what would happen if if this happened? And they fucking show you. Uh, so are we going to go... We're going to give a score on... And if we think people should watch it and then go to spoilers? Yeah. Okay. So what do you, what, do you, what would you give it? I'd give it like a... Somewhere in the realm of like a 7.5 or 8. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking probably an 8 still. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's totally good. The the this is the best like quality animation I think we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean it might be the best ever. Like it is good. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild, and it, it, the movie wasn't the, was so well paced, which is weird because I, it's weird to talk about it because I feel like movies used to just be well paced all the time. But now they're not. It's true. Why is it? Why is that a thing? Yeah. We should we should talk about that one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know I I really know what it is. This is that people don't make TV shows. And it's TV shows because TV shows are just long movies now. So you get episodes of boring. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I would I would say an eight. I'd say that the movie is definitely worth a watch if you know anything about Mario. If you're like one of the three three hundred people that don't know anything about Mario. The movie is not going to make any sense. And I think that's why the reviews are so where they are. Oh, I know why the reviews are bad. Oh, because of Chris Pratt? No. Oh, why? Because of Peach. What's wrong with Peach? Uh, they said that all the... Uh, it was false advertising they were claiming because they advertised the whole movie that Peach is an independent, strong woman. And in the movie, they're saying she is just there to aid Mario instantly falls in love with Mario when he shows up and does all this stuff which I don't get but she didn't instantly fall in love with him yeah me neither that's what it, that's what I'm assuming why the reviews were bad I wonder if it's a mixture of all three yeah the voice thing is not even a a so initially I was like oh I don't know I'm fine with uh, aside from Mario and Luigi everyone else's voice is fine everyone else's was totally fine but then Five minutes in, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, it didn't bother me at all." Didn't bother me either. Yeah. So, especially because they start with a, well, let's go to spoilers. Okay. Uh, so, spoilers for Super Mario Bros. Um, they start with a commercial for their plumbing business, and they're putting on an Italian accent in the commercial. Mm-hmm. So, and that's like literally the first bits that you see with Mario and Luigi, and then it shows them watching the show or the the commercial. 
And then they're just talking in their, like, Brooklyn accents. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, it totally, was totally fine. And I think really what helped was I f- when um, you realize that they do have, like, Charles Martinet, the original voice actor. He's doing a lot of voices for this movie. He did their dad and also that one guy who's, like, always in that. He's playing Jumpman. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I mean, at least they, like, gave him his, you know, he was, he's there. He's represented. Right. Which is nice. Yeah, I mean, the movie is so full of little Nintendo Easter eggs that you could watch it probably five times and not find everything. And when I say, like, there are some scenes where you'd have to pause it and look at all kinds of different things in the background to get it all. Yeah, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a Ready Player One level stuff. Yeah, like it is packed full of shit. Um, but there, there are such cool things that they do. Like, we get to see Donkey Kong get firepower. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> the way he looked, too, with the little white frosted tips of his hair. Yeah. Being white and his, his freaking uh, tie changing. It was so cool. It was very cool. Uh, we get to see a blue shell Koopa turn into a blue shell and like from Mario Kart and explode. Fucking dope as shit. Yeah, it, it was it was really cool. And there's moments like that throughout the movie. Like it's just moment after moment, and the music is all just tweaked up versions of all the different music from all of Mario. Yeah, yeah the music was one thing I wasn't worried about at all. I knew the music was just going to be awesome. Yeah, it was like, but it was like. I mean, I can't even explain to you how the movie made me feel. I felt so nostalgic watching this movie, and it just took me back to being a child. I fucking loved it. Yeah. The uh, and then the, obviously Bowser's song. Me and my wife were watching it, and like during it, she's like, "That's gonna be everywhere." And then literally the next day, they release a music video. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. It's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the and it's not even like a true. I wonder if, like, hardcore Nintendo lore people are a little crabby. Because they take liberties, but I don't care. Like, Donkey Kong has, like, a Kong land, and it's, like, part of the bigger world, but... No, I think that's cool. Yeah, and, like, the Kongs are the ones that build the carts. Like, that is from Kong land. But it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't care. I'm completely no. down for it. That was one of my favorite parts was when they all got to build their own carts. Yeah, it was fun. It was like just like in the video game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were literally spinning dials that are exactly like Mario Kart 8. Yeah. And there's little stuff like that that just make you feel like you're playing a Nintendo, yeah. like, uh, a Nintendo game. But the Tanuki suit and the cat suit. Yeah. It's just awesome. They had the, the mini mushroom was in there and uh, ice power. Like they had all kinds of stuff. And obviously star power, which was the main, what was, which is attached to the main plot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if they could have done any better. Yeah. I don't think so. And it, what, like you said, the spinoffs and other movies that we are going to get because this movie's, Kind of, I mean, it's already making hella money. It's oh, gonna make this movie's getting at least one point five bill. Yeah, it's gonna make hella money. Yeah, so we're gonna get tons of Nintendo cartoons. I think. Oh my god! Yeah the the one thing that I'm most excited about 
it'd be stupid of him not to do is a, a Donkey Kong movie with King K. Rool. Oh yeah, like that would be awesome because they showed the whole Kong lot. Yeah, showed Chunky, Diddy, Tiny, and Cranky. Well, Cranky's well, Cranky. the king. Oh, it wasn't Tiny Kong. It was Dixie Kong. Yeah, and it was the the one from Donkey Kong Country Three. <laughs> I don't, know who that is. I don't either. <laughs> well, they saw Lanky Kong too, right? Did they? Maybe I don't know. But there, like, it was all the Kongs. So the Kong, like a Kong, Donkey Kong could be its own movie. Uh, Luigi could get its own his own spinoff. Yeah, like a Luigi's Mansion movie. They they teased Yoshi for the sequel at the at the end credits. Yeah. Um, Big letdown. Big letdown for the last for the end credits. Yeah, I was really, really hoping for a Wario or Waluigi thing. I was hoping for a Daisy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was weird is that uh, Yoshi's in the real world. His egg was in the real world. Oh, it was. Yeah, I didn't notice. It was still in the sewers underneath Brooklyn. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. And at the but at the end of the movie, Mario and Luigi have, have moved to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, they're plumbers in the Mushroom Kingdom. Now, yeah, which is cool. I think. Yeah. But I mean, I think that we might get a Zelda animated movie. Oh, I I sure hope so because that would be amazing. Yeah, if the, if it's like this quality animation, but like dark and a little bit for like a, a teenage group instead of kids. Oh my god! Dude, they could do the the they could just do Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah, start there. That'd be dope. It would be incredible. That's just cause, I just like Ocarina of Time because it's the coolest aesthetically looking Ganon. We've. He, he's like the most menacing looking Ganon yeah. we've ever had. There's a reason he's the the Ganon in Smash, you know. Right. You know what's crazy about Ganon? Is he's only in three three games. Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Ganondorf's only in three games. That, Wind Waker. And Twilight, that's it. Well, he's in Breath of the Wild, right? No, he's only in Ganon form. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy to me. That is wild. But yeah, I mean, I hope that we get all kinds of movies. Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. Maybe a Metroid. That'd be hard to do. It would be harder to do, but... Because uh, that'd be hard to do. It'd be fun, though. And if we get all these movies, we can eventually get a Smash Bros. movie. Yeah, and they could bring in Sonic. Bring in Sanic. Yeah, the, the Smash Bros. movie is a little bit harder because no one cares about Fire There's no story. There's a little bit of a story. <laughs> you should be fighting Master Hand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I really liked the movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I couldn't believe that it was getting 40s. You know, it's like a 40 in the, on the rotten. Wow. I didn't know it was that bad. It was like 55 or something. Well, maybe, maybe it moved, but I thought it was like closer to 40. Well, last time I checked, this audience score was like a 98. So, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> All the kids were loving the movie. It was very Which is weird because I, the movie's very much not. I don't know how kids. I just don't think kids know who Mario is. Like I, I think they're going. In, this is what my envision of kids going to see this movie are. They're going in. I don't like. They don't know who anything is. It's just like they're going to see Frozen or something. You yeah. know. They don't know who any of these characters are. It's brand new to them, and they're just enjoying all the colors because they're they play Fortnite and Minecraft. They don't play. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> the movie was very funny. Yeah, Toad was a standout for me. Oh, and the little the the Lumos. Oh, yeah. 
absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, yeah, Toad. My my favorite part of the movie was when Toad, because like he's so funny all the way through the movie when they were building their carts and he rolls up in his big old freaking thing. I thought it was so funny <laughs> for no reason. God, it was great. I liked the the Mario Kart scene. I liked the fact that like Mario loses his cart and then has to like take over, get on someone else's, get on Donkey Kong's and stuff. It was pretty cool. The set pieces are very good. Like the action's incredible in the in the in the show or the yeah. movie. Yeah, and then the the wedding. There so all the all the evil characters like the King Bomb and, and yeah. King Boo and Piranha Plants and stuff. Yeah, there's so much shit. And yeah. did you see? So the Punch Out Pizzeria was pretty obvious. Did you see that? Yes. Did you see like there was like a balloon pop one, which is an old NES game or yeah. something. There was all kinds of stuff like that hidden in the background. No, I, I saw the the Punch Out Pizzeria one. Yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, I know my wife doesn't realize that. But should I tell her about it? I was like, no, she don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more you know, the more you're gonna like the movie, I think, because there's just so much stuff. When, when the big, when the King Bob-Bob sat down and he sat on the Koopas and the Koopa shell went back and forth, yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that had a big laugh in my theater. Yeah, my, I was too. Um, god, what was I gonna say? Oh, cool thing is, so you remember when. Peach is training Mario on how like the physics of the Mushroom Kingdom work, and he has to run that obstacle course. Yeah, dude made that in Mario Maker and ran through the level while playing the the scene. Oh shit! It that's was freaking. Cool. It was awesome. Mario Maker is very impressive. The like the people that go into it and like really do those levels, and it's it's some intense stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. This movie is just like the this is like the egg hatching for like the possibilities of this are so grand and so awesome that I'm so pumped. Yeah, and Jack Black has already come. He I don't know if it was today, but he's already said who he wants to play Wario. Who you say? Pedro Pascal. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I don't know who you're gonna get to play Waluigi. That's hard. Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this movie's gonna make so much money they can get ask anyone. Yeah, oh, well, who wouldn't want to be a part of it? Yeah, like seriously, the only person who's not gonna do it is John Leguizamo. <laughs> He's so crabby about it. Like, how dare there not be any Latins? I'm like, well, they're Italian. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they could go. I mean, they could be. They could be endless. They could go, add Rosalina. Add Daisy and her kingdom. The Wario brothers. I don't know. They're not actually brothers, though. Which is a little confusing. Bowser Jr.'s can pop up. I mean, it's just crazy what they could do with this franchise. Yeah, we already have... uh, They already shown a bunch of the little thing that Bowser Jr. sits in. The machine that he flies around in. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely go see this movie if you're any... Just a little bit of a Nintendo fan. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh everything we got today. Uh, we have another podcast called Cartridges. It's uh, about everything video gaming. Uh, we this this week we actually ranked the mainline Mario games in honor of the Mario movie. So go check that out. Uh, thank you all for listening, and see you next week. <laughs>